can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make product for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. That's where it all started. 
Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio podcast show brought to you by Traction MX, Justified Cultures, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we have none other than two special guests. One goes by the name of Michael Akaiden. Michael, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, Brad, man? Doing all right, man. Hey, I appreciate you giving me some time. And you are a, uh, a repeat offender on the podcast. People go back in the archives. About uh, a year and eight weeks ago, we had a very exclusive podcast. You were the first to come on the show and talk about how you got your K- your KTM 450 back uh, after uh, staking out outside the guy's house and uh, alerting the police and all that. Also on the line, none other than... Theodore Bubba Pauly, the 281 in your or 282 in your program, number one in your hearts, and uh, recently made his first main event. Bubba, it's it's yeah, happy hey, the show. How's it going? Hey, I, it, I'm doing quite thing uh, tw- well. How are you, my friend? Um, I'm doing great. Uh, got back in yesterday, last night from from Seattle. Feeling a little under the weather today, but uh, trying to get uh, get recovered up and get back on track. Fair enough, fair enough. You guys lead exciting lives, my friend. Um, but uh, let's get some particulars. For those who don't know or for people who need to familiarize themselves, let's get a crash course in both of your programs for 2017, starting with Michael. Give us an idea of, of the prep going into 2017, all the, the kind of like the, the, the weights and balances of what makes up your program uh, every single week, and, uh, and, and basically give yourself a bit of a, an overview of how you've done so far. Start with, start with Michael. Uh, so leading into the season, I, I actually got to ride twice in December. <laughs> so the preparation was not near what I wanted it to be. And, not uh, ideal. Not ideal whatsoever. But, you know, I do have, you know, several years of experience, and I knew once I started getting in the groove of riding, I'd, I would be okay. I definitely, you know, would always like to start feeling good. But uh, So I started out pretty slow. I took the first three, four weeks to kind of warm up. And, um, you know, we were in California for those first uh, five or six races. So, I, you know, we were able to ride every day, um, which was uh, imperative for me to actually do well. So, um, but at, after we came back east, um, you know, I'm working three or four days a week. And uh, so not riding when we're back east. But, um, yeah, like I said, those first six weeks, I really use those practice days to – um, you know, get my get my groove and get going. So I started out slow, and I've I've slowly become better and better. So um, my results improved, and then uh, this weekend they drastically improved. <laughs> Absolutely, and congratulations on your second career main event. Uh, there was lots of fist pumping. There was lots of excitement going on. Clearly a couple of guys that were very excited to make it into the main U for the second time. Next guy uh, next guy up on uh, explaining who he is and what he's all about was the very first time going 20 minutes plus a lap, and uh, maybe it's just poetic justice that your first ever main event gets shortened due to the crappy soil. But uh, Bubba Pauly, let's, uh, let's get your thoughts and 
and uh, uh, kind of give give me a little bit of an overview on uh, on 2017 for you so far. Yeah, right on. Um, so leading up to 2017, uh, I was trying to change my program up a little bit, uh, switch back to a Kawasaki, which I originally started racing on. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get the bikes um, when we wanted to. I think it was uh, like late November when when I got my bikes this year. Um, so I was a little behind on on that. So um, unfortunately, I'm from the Midwest, so it's kind of like you guys up in Canada. You know, the, the weather isn't uh, ideal for training. So uh, got lucky for a couple weeks, and then the weather got went south. So uh, so I didn't get a ton of time um, on my bikes and stuff. I believe I had about 10 hours on uh, two bikes combined um, when I went to California for for uh for supercross so that was far from what i want you know you know factory guy you know they, they probably get that in, in a week so um preseason so uh a little bit more ride than michael but not where i wanted to and uh so no we went out to the west coast and uh we trained with michael and myself both trained with brian mcdonald privateer racing league and uh you know we were uh basically roommates with a couple other guys and for the first five or six races and uh started getting rolling and figured out you know what we needed to do improving every week finding wins at every area we could um you know the the results weren't where we wanted but uh you know that's how it goes um until uh you know really we started coming back east stuff started picking up i think atlanta was a big turnaround for me um you know i i got a, a new shock leading up to that race and uh you know the bike started feeling a lot better and and uh things really started to surface uh as far as you know what i've been working on so uh, so it was good you know just been consistently getting better uh some weeks big changes some weeks you know little stuff but uh just looking for wins in every area we can and uh this last weekend well actually i should say st louis uh, my hometown race uh the week before last um, I whole shot at the LCQ. It got red flagged. Uh, I was pretty bummed about that for the hometown crowd, and then, um, and then went back out on the restart, and I started second, and I That's ran right. second for about three and a half laps, and I uh, ended up sliding out on the start straight on my own. So, um, you know, it wasn't wasn't too disappointing for me um i kind of look at things you know everything happens for a reason so uh you know something's better something greater is coming so um i use it as motivation and confidence you know knowing that i could run that pace i was a half and a half away in second place wasn't like i was squeaking by in the last transfer spot or anything so um yeah you know i just i built with it and uh you know i didn't let it tear me down and came back basically complete opposite this weekend i was buried on the start and uh you know i was motivated and hungry and uh the first lap i crossed the finish line in 10th and uh you know fought my way up into the final transfer spot so um instead of starting up front i started in the back and still made it happen so it was good i think everything works out for a reason and uh that was it so i can prove to myself i can do it either way so i'm just ready for the rest of the season for sure no kidding. Would have been a, a storybook uh, um, scenario for you to make your first main event in front of the hometown fans wearing some one-of-a-kind uh, skills 
gear that uh, was emulating, I imagine, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Pretty cool gear. We'll talk about that in a second. But you'd mentioned things happening for a reason. I think it was uh, a little bit of poetic justice in the fact that uh, in the second corner of that race, uh, Dakota Tedder gets his blow- doors blown off by Ronnie Stewart, only to have Ronnie go down like maybe six turns later. So uh, the Moto Gods were, uh, were, were, were in full effect in, in St. Louis because uh, uh, to see the displeasure of, of uh, D- Dakota and then uh, like not even uh, five minutes later or not even uh, five five corners later have, have Ronnie hit the deck was uh, almost like, uh, of course, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, now that, now that I think about it, I forgot about that part. Um, I about went down both times with, uh, with those, those guys, yeah. um, kind of just little and, and part of the tangle up and, and, uh, you know, just squeak through and, uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's crazy how things happen. <laughs> I totally agree. You guys are absolute warriors of the sport. Uh, not everything at, the, at your beck and call the way uh, you still like you, you guys. You guys race against guys that are a completely different scenario, different s- setup uh, on race day than than you guys are. As far as like the machine, the technologies, the support, and you go out there and you run with them, and then often you're within uh, a second or only only a couple of seconds of these top top guys who uh, are all ultimately leading the races that you guys enter and, uh, and 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 vying for championships. And uh, it's always amazing to me the uh, your ability to persevere and uh, just push through and uh, basically just. Do the best with what you have as far as, as your motorcycles. And by no means do you guys either have your race bikes are both rocket ships, I'm sure. Um, but it, it's just, it's, uh, you're not comparing apples to apples when it comes to a factory motorcycle. And, uh, your ability, both your ability just to go out there and ride the damn thing and just, uh, like, just go out there and, uh, like, it's not getting any better than what I have right now. So we're going to make the best of it and we're going to try and make it into main events and we're going to turn some heads doing it. Uh, it's going to be something to be commended about that because, um, there's plenty of guys that maybe are finishing ahead of you both in in races and in championships that if they had to go back to the uh, the, your scenario or, or ride uh, a, a less worthy steed, uh, they wouldn't be able to handle that mentally, and uh, they'd either ultimately uh, like quit altogether or be very sour about it. And I think you commended for both of you guys for uh, just being um, strong enough mentally and just just to go out there and pin it. Yeah. Hey. So, actually, let's talk about uh, um, our setup in in Seattle, or even even in St. Louis when uh, we didn't know how our bikes were going to get to Seattle. <laughs> so, okay. Perfect. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, we we uh, wanted obviously wanted to do Seattle and, and Salt Lake, uh, but we just couldn't drive all the way out there uh, affordably, I guess. But we didn't even know how we were going to get out there until until St. Louis when they, uh, when Ted said he was taking our bikes. So, uh, we threw our bikes and do what? I like it. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was really cool to find out that Ted was doing it. Ted, uh, with, with, uh, the privateer journey, he's, uh, he's a really good guy. So, um, but yeah, we had bikes, gear bags, and one box of everything we could fit in there. And, uh, that's, uh, that's all we had up in Seattle. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so Bubba found... Uh, 
a skeleton crew to say the least, but, uh, um, uh, you, you guys, like I said, make the best of it. The, you're, the, that, that stuff doesn't phase you guys. You just like, or even the fact that you were only re- able to ride twice and before going into Anaheim one, Michael, you're an absolute madman. Most guys, uh, w- wouldn't even consider showing up, but you go out there and you do what you can and, uh, you make the best of with what you have. And, uh, there's, there's something to be said for that. And I think that that, that is the, the true grit of the sport that's found only in the privateers because you guys are willing to persevere yeah um yeah both Bubba and i know that it's uh takes a lot of perseverance a lot of heart um and hard work you know just like anything else just like anything that everybody says it's it really takes those those to, to do what you'd love to do Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I put out a post yesterday on my uh, my personal Instagram account of uh, of the masonry saw that I work with on a regular basis. I am a bricklayer by trade, and uh, basically it was just a po- uh, the caption. All it said was, "Don't be afraid of hard work." It'll literally give you everything you've ever wanted, and uh, you guys are true testament to that. Is that uh, the the hard laps and the the miles on the the sprinter van or the the, the like driving the truck across the country to go to that next race, to acquire more skills, to uh, to cultivate those relationships, to have the great sponsors is uh, is embodied in the two of you, and that's really cool to to be able to have on my show and kind of showcase to the world because you guys are uh, are the fabric of what this continues to be. If, if not for you guys, you'd have ten guys showing up on the line on factory equipment, and uh, we wouldn't have much of a race going on. And uh, like those the, when the bullets are flying in those uh, those LCQs and the semis. And uh, you, you guys stand strong, and it's pretty cool. Um, Michael, as far as uh, your performances have gone, I've seen a turn up in your uh, in, in your speed, your uh, your starts, as well as your just your ability to find your way through the pack. What do you attribute that to? Given the fact that uh, you're uh, basically working a uh, quasi full time job during the week out on the East Coast, and then uh, on weekends twisting it. Uh, yeah. Well. Uh, basically, I mean, I, I have to have to go to work during the week and um, on the weekends. It's it's almost like a big old confidence booster being being able to be at the races, knowing that I've already worked like a full time job. It's almost like an advantage in a way. It, it's it kind of seems like a disadvantage, but in my mind, it's like not any other guys can do that. And I'm here, I'm still here doing it. So it's almost like a mental edge advantage, um, if you will. I guess. Does that sound right? <laughs> Absolutely. No, there's, there's definitely, uh, some peace of mind in knowing that, uh, you've, the, your weekly earnings have already been made. Everything you make is, uh, after that is bonus. And, uh, I was thinking about that today when I was at work, uh, like for one night of work for the two of you. Um, I imagine that, uh, 18th place in a 450 main event, uh, pays somewhere in the realm of about two grand. Yeah. yeah. Yep, maybe right around there. Maybe closer to three. So uh, you're that that that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good for a night's work there, uh, Theodore, and uh, and only a couple spots behind was was Michael. So um, very well done. And the fact that the two of you both uh, were able to like complete all laps necessary for the for the race and uh like a th- three points for th- for theodore one uh, one for michael and like this was an absolute battle of, att- of attrition when it came to this this moto and um like the guys ahead of you are s- some serious heavy hitters like the only non-factory supported guy ahead of theodore Polly is kate clayson 
and like Cade's on some pretty good equipment in and of itself. So, uh, like you guys were, uh, were, were right in the battle. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was cool to be, you know, be out there with those guys on that field and, uh, you know, just showing that we can compete with them. But, uh, you know, like you said before, deep down, you know, we know that, uh, you know, we're, we're all racers and we want to be out there every weekend, you know, no matter what we're on. Um, yeah. you know, for competitive people, if we're racing bicycles or we're racing on foot or, you know, racing our dirt bikes, you know, we don't look for excuses, don't look for advantages and stuff, you know, we're just out there and, and work with what you got. So that's pretty much how we look at it every weekend we're out there. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Maddie Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. This is a test of your racersindex.com awareness. This was a test to see if you're ready to be found at racersindex.com. Supercross and Arena Cross are coming up. Now is the time to secure your position on a team. Mechanics, models, riders, flaggers, team owners, production specialists, anything related to racing, be found at racersindex.com. Click it for your ticket to be found and become part of the racing industry. Racersindex.com, your ultimate race production resource. Visit racersindex.com now. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Adam with Vexy MX, and you're listening to the Big MX Podcast Radio Show. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com. That's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now 
and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing products. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans, thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-packet tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today. And never settle. Oh, I, I totally agree. Now, um, Theodore, you are a guy who's, you're originally from, uh, 
Edwardsville, Illinois? Yep. Yep. And so you're clearly a huge Chicago Blackhawks fan. They'll probably win the cup this year. I totally agree. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> No, sir. St. Yep. Louis Blues. <laughs> really? Fair enough. Oh, that's right. You're a St. Louis guy. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're Southern like, Illinois. <laughs> That's a fair, Southern Illinois. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, you yourself are a guy who has, uh, made some serious waves during this year and, uh, made yourself more known to both the announcers and the fans alike. Um, what do you mostly attribute your kind of ascent in, in, uh, in skill level and, uh, basically, um, just the, a turn up in your, in your results? Where, what do you basically kind of pinpoint as far as what's, what's, making that happen for you is it the switch to kawasaki is the the year old uh pirellis that you're you're riding on a, a weekly basis um what, what's the deal oh you know i i think uh you know everything takes takes time um you know you just got to stick with what you're doing and and trust in what you're doing you got to have a desire for what you want in a plan and you know how to get there you know nothing nothing worth having comes e- uh, easy and comes quickly so you know, you just got to, you know, keep fighting. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were congratulating me and stuff this week like they were surprised. Um, I was far from surprised when I crossed that finish line. It was more of a relief, honestly, to get my first one out of the way. Um, you know, I, I knew that I could do it um, for a long time now. It was just a matter of putting everything together. Um, from the outside looking in, a lot of people were probably like, hey, where'd this guy come from, you know, the last couple of weeks? But, um, you know, for me, it was it was literally just putting stuff together. Um, you know, I, I look, I study stuff, you know, intensely every week, you know, in, in every area and figure out where we're getting better, you know, what was better the week before. And, and, uh, you know, if I can just put everything together, then, then I know where I can be, you know, physically from numbers that you're studying every week, not just, you know, a guessing game or not just how you feel, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's good to know that stuff. So a lot of people don't realize that, understand those things, but, you know, just the information we can get back from uh, segment times and transponders and stuff and and all that um, is is so valuable for us. In uh, in video that our our writing coach Brian McDonald does, you know, we can see the you know solid evidence on uh, you know which which direction we're headed. So, um, you know, like I said, it just takes time, and uh, you know, you got to have confidence, and and uh, you got to see those those physical things, and you know, believe in yourself, and uh, you know, so it just a, a big combination of all that stuff and uh that's that's why I am where I am today. So uh that's that's pretty much it, honestly. Fair enough. Now like uh, you'd mentioned uh a, a, a... One thing there that they kind of hit home is that you've you've got a the both of you have a riding coach and a, and a mentor that you work with in California, correct? Yeah, he's yeah, actually he's... from Tennessee. Um he okay. travels out to California with us. Yeah. What's what's that all that uh, uh, kind of that program like? Because I know that uh, Alex Ray has been part of that in the past, and uh, it's basically a house that gets rented out. Uh, you guys rent a house all together, kind of a, uh, a tr- you train together, eat together, work together, uh, and you all get better. And I, I I've seen a marked improvement in all of you. What uh, what what gets brought to your program in that respect? That is kind of that kind of X factor is which is kind of basically uh, with between uh, both of you and Alex, uh, three represented in that uh, um, in the main event. I think uh, Cade Clayson's even included in that. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a good group of guys that, that Brian works with. Uh, he doesn't work with a ton of guys, which I think uh, you know 
it helps um, keep stuff a little bit more um, personalized. But uh, you know, it it's good. I I would personally say the biggest thing for me is, that Brian has taught me is uh, you know ways to find wins and and on your bad days. You know, find ways you're getting better on your bad days and and just believe in yourself and and uh, and stuff that um, you know basically just um, I guess you'd say doing common things in an uncommon way you know it's everything that's there to anybody and and you just got to figure out how to take advantage of it so for me that's personally the the uh couple of the biggest things that working with him has has brought to me and and helped in my program that's incredible here and i believe he's also been working with uh bradley lionette correct wait who uh i'm not sure on that one i think i think uh wait is that is that mx university no, it's oh. privateer no. racing league. Different guy. Different, <laughs> different guy altogether. Okay, fair enough. Well, I've got my yeah. my my, uh, my privateer uh, training programs mixed up, but uh, uh, we're still here on the line with uh, Bubba Polly and Michael Akaiden. Michael, um, throughout like for the last three rounds of the series, you guys go from uh, from East Coast, no Mountain Time to. Uh, East Coast and then back to uh, Pacific Time. So uh, a lot of travel in the, in the future for the for the two of you. How do you guys afford it all? How do you guys uh, budget yourselves to be able to afford all these races and all these flights and all this travel? It, that, to me, is the most ridiculous part of, of uh, approaching this as a privateer because they're taking uh, – the, the series is taking you guys across the map over the next uh, three weeks. Yeah, uh, the last four races, you know, Saint, or Seattle included, were, were going to be, we knew that from the beginning that was going to be the hardest part of our season. So on yeah. the East Coast in Kentucky, I'm pretty essentially located uh, for all the East Coast, really. Um, and Bubba's not too far off of that either. So but we we came in knew, knowing that uh, the last four would be tough. Um, so, so Bubba and I, for Seattle, we, you know, rented the same car, slept in the same hotel. You know, we did everything together. Uh, which is actually what made the whole weekend uh, just really, really cool. And I was super excited for myself to be coming across the line in second in the LCU, and I had no idea who was behind me. I turned around, saw uh, Bubba go across the start or the start across the finish line, and uh, dude, I got lost. And I was so excited for both of us. So um, yeah, but yeah, we, we really try to to stick together and uh, do everything we possibly can to to lower the cost of everything and. Um, but we do have people, you know, to, to help us out. Um, there's there's guys back home that step up and say, "Hey, we love what you're doing. It's it's really cool. We feel like you guys are a great example to our our kids." And so they they help us out. And um, as far as entry fees and stuff, but yeah, I mean, we do have to pay for you know, I pay for my flights and uh, rental car, hotel stuff like that. So um, so that's why I had to make the main event in Seattle to, to pay for the weekend. <laughs> No kidding. Well, it definitely helps if you've got a little bit more motivation to get yourself in that main event. And uh, you guys were way like super excited again. They're great to see that that show of emotion. I wish that the uh, that the announcers would have been able to capture that a little bit. Uh, wasn't exactly the case as far as uh, their their excitement of uh, or the, their acknowledgement of, of your two uh, accomplishments at that moment. But uh, um, that's okay, I guess. Not really, but. Uh, we'll move on. Um, 
the last three races, obviously you guys go into every race um, looking to make the main event and do as well as you can in that main event. Now that the two of you have achieved that for the year, uh, this year, does that give both of you more confidence and more just that kind of that, uh, that realization that you can make it happen in uh, 2017 can not only be one main event, it can be multiple of them. I'll start off with you, Bubba. Yeah, you know, I think the the confidence is is a big thing. You know, I'm I'm the type of person, and I believe Michael is too. You know, just we feed off of confidence, and and uh, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we look for wins in every direction this weekend. There was a a lot of wins that were pretty obvious. So you know, we're just gonna you know, it's gonna fuel our fire, and uh, it takes a little bit of pressure off yourself knowing that you got for myself. You know, got that first one out of the way, so that was good. You know, it was almost like a relief. Um, but uh, I'm definitely hungry. You know, I don't. I don't want to be, uh, you know, somebody that they say, oh, hey, he made a main event. You know, I'm going to be the guy that, that uh, people say, you know, hey, he's a main event guy. So, um, you know, I feel like over the last couple of weeks uh, we're, we're on track to do that. So, you know, just keep the keep the ball rolling and uh, give it everything we got and, you know, see what life's got in store for us. So you'd mentioned that you're both uh, super competitive. Uh, when it got to that main event, uh, Michael, were you uh, like sight set on on beating your buddy uh, uh, Bubba, and maybe touch a little bit on the the confidence level that's boosted by making your second career main event? Yeah, I was trying to beat him. That, that was my goal. <laughs> um, no, I mean actually lined up for the LCQ. I I um, or the the main event. I was relieved to be there, but I did have a goal. Um, I wanted to be top 20 at least. Uh, I was really shooting for 19th or 18th, um, but uh, didn't get there. But that's fine. Um, let's see. That's a big uptick in, as far as points. You get to 18th, that's three points on the night. That's like yeah. Yeah, that that, was, that's that significant. Awesome. That's almost like making three main events as far as uh, like in your eyes' position. So that's that's pretty cool. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was pumped for Bubba to get 18th. I didn't know he had passed uh, Nick Schmidt um, later on in the main. But, yeah, it was kind of survival, to be honest with you. I think Nick got I, tired. Uh, <laughs> dude, the the uh, the finish line got so gnarly. Um, like, if you I, – I didn't I didn't hit the finish line a couple times in the middle of the main just because it got just super deep and, and washy before it. So, the whole track was pretty gnarly, but um, – uh, Overall, it was actually kind of good for us in a way because we couldn't we couldn't charge, you know. So we just had to hit our marks and and just go through the motions, um, which kind of made it easier for um, a long long main event. So um, yeah, that was that was fun. I enjoyed it, no doubt about it. No, it's uh, crazy because uh, well, you mentioned hitting your marks. Does it become more uh, challenging when each lap your marks actually change as to where they are? Because uh, uh, the the track that you raised only one minute ago is not exactly what you're now currently on. Yeah, it actually changed really fast, and you'd be surprised. Uh, like in the triple face, there would you know there would obviously be so many lines across the whole thing of it, but in some lines. At the very top of the the face were rocks getting exposed, um, so you would hit them and be it's like a little kickers. bit of at the oh, top of the chip. man. So that was pretty gnarly. Like, and then uh, the the dragon back had a big old rock, like probably the size of a basketball. I bet you that we kept hitting and getting exposed more and more, and it was starting to kick you sideways. So there was a lot of little tricky spots that kept just developing and changing, and uh, it it kind of kept it interesting, you know. Yeah, kept you thinking. No, that's yeah. for sure. 
I think that uh, like uh, I, I made mention of this when I did my my uh, my review pod uh, with uh, with Colton Act is that uh, when. Uh, when even the top guys, the like your top five guys, are looking very human out there making mistakes, um, it, it it actually kind of puts in perspective how difficult it really is because those guys usually look like Superman out there, completely uh, un, unfazed by anything. And then yeah, like, given the fact that uh, Marvin um, ate shit on his on his victory lap gives gives you a good idea of how treacherous <laughs> things really were. He actually might have even hit that rock that you were talking about because that guy went ass over tea kettle, and uh, I can't say. That that I wasn't kind of giggling at that because uh, even he was. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, I bet he, he might have hit that rock, but uh, yeah. Um, also, the uh, the whoops became nothing but just long ruts, as you probably saw. Um, I did see it. Yeah. Yeah. What's I mean, the strategy there, honestly? Like to to pick your way through that, and maybe Bubba, you can touch on this. Like just to get get the front end light and just pin it through there, because as we saw in the main of, or in the in the LCQ, uh, Cade Clayson uh, found uh, one line that went all the way to the tough block and then tipped over. Yeah, I was I was right behind him when he did that, but uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, going through the whoops, just uh, in those long ruts, just pop that wheel up or keep it light and. Just use your balance. You know, I wasn't I wasn't trying to go any too crazy fast or anything. Just try and get through them and stay balanced, and then uh, try to pick up the speed and going into the turn. Yeah, no, that was you guys are are too nuts. I wouldn't I wouldn't dare take my uh, my bike out onto a perfectly prepped to, to uh, Supercross track uh, where it was pretty tame, like an Anaheim one. And you guys are out there pinning it on on an absolute slot, slot car track uh, from this weekend. Um, and uh, and hopefully that for the next main event, the two you guys make, uh, you'll um, not have to deal with uh, such treacherous conditions. Um, like, is this uh, the the first time for both of you in in Seattle, or was uh, or had either one of you been there before? Yeah, so I went to Seattle the last time they raced there in 2014. Um, 2014 was first year of Supercross, and uh, it was actually the first 450 night show I, I made. I did the 250 East Coast and uh, went to Houston for the first 450 race at the end of the 250 East Coast, and I failed to qualify for the night show. Um, Went to Seattle the next weekend. Uh, it was kind of, you know, last minute trip. You know, I was like, screw it, let's go up there. And went up there, made the night show, first one ever. And, and uh, we didn't race there the next couple of years. And then to go back there and make my first main event, it was pretty cool. So I, I'd say I definitely like that stadium. I like that city. It's treated me well. So um, I'm looking forward to going back there again and see what it brings next time. No kidding. Well, um, it, like, uh, seems like the the hometown race isn't such great luck for you, but the one directly after it is is, uh, is working out. So, uh, keep that ball rolling. Um, how do the two of you guys keep this momentum uh, as as fresh as it can be over the two week break? And uh, maybe you guys can also kind of kind of clue us in on uh, on some some Easter break plans and uh, like and, and what you got going on uh, for the next couple weeks here. And we'll start with Michael. Um, I'll be, I'll be working a full week this week and then, um, I'm going to do whatever it is that my wife wants to do this weekend because I've <laughs> been, <laughs> been doing whatever I wanted to do the last, uh, 12, 13, something like that. So, uh, yeah, hang out with family. Um, nothing crazy. Maybe crack open some eggs. You never know. Ooh, maybe find some eggs right now. Yep. <laughs> Theodore. 
Um, yeah. Does, so does your mother own? I kind of got it, a little who, different weekend. Who all calls you Theodore? Is it, is it literally just me and your mom? That's it. Uh, no, my mom never calls me that. Um, <laughs> really? That's kind of honestly. So, that's like I that's think, like Pooh uh, Sipes. Like no one calls him Justin. Yeah, it's like uh, you and Ralph Sheen. I think are the two. Um, Perfect. So. <laughs> I don't. I Nate would don't lump me in with that guy. Not cool. <laughs> yeah, I oh, corrected I him last year on um, how to say my my last name, and uh, I corrected him last year. He got it right for the last half of last year, and then now this year he's back to calling me a Caden again. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> I guess I got to uh, do a well, yearly yeah. reminder. He can he can barely get moose can and that guy wins races so let's let's give him a, a little bit of yeah that's that's a valid let's not point to be too right hard there. here like, we're, maybe we're expecting a little bit too much out of him but well, give us give us some insight on your 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 upcoming week there Bubba yeah so it's actually kind of different uh, so my uh, you know one of my my great childhood friends he's getting married as soon as Supercross gets over so um, they were trying to plan a bachelor party for him and uh you know since we're racing supercross every weekend um he was kind enough to kind of plan around that so friday saturday we're going on a like a fishing trip for his uh his first bachelor party and then sunday we'll be home for uh do some easter stuff with the family go to church and uh probably have family dinner and stuff so um you know we'll still actually be i'm heading a couple hours away for that for that trip friday and saturday and then uh I'll still be traveling on our week off, but uh, not too bad. So um, it'll be fun. i enjoy a little different change of pace for that. And then uh, I just got some new suspension and uh, shipped in the other day. So I'm going to try to get on the track and uh, test that out and, and go race at that Salt Lake. And uh, I'm excited, man. Everything's just been been going been going great. So you know, just keep the keep the ball rolling and, and uh, can't wait to go racing. And that's for sure. Keep it clicking, man. I love to hear it. You guys are, are absolutely great guests here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Really appreciate the time from both of you and uh, some insight into uh, into the world of, of the, the, the privateer uh, lifestyle and the, and the struggle and the uh, and, but, but the the awesomeness that is racing Supercross. Because, like I said, uh, it's it's got to be the best job in the world because you guys are absolutely having the time of your lives. Um, Michael, before I let you guys go. Uh, Give me some uh, some of those supporters that you have. You have a ton of great sponsors and the guys that get you to the races and help you out so much. Who are those people? All right. Um, so RL Vuxen Excavating, uh, Embry Racing. We got Fly. We have uh, Amzor. Um, I'm trying to find a picture on Instagram that has all my sponsors listed right now. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, here we go. Um, Mad Cow Graphics, Ride PRL. That's Brian McDonald with um, you know, Privateer Racing League, and he's been a huge help. Um, CD, FMF, Tom's Not Racing, Suspension, Works Connection, FCA, Motocross, Dragon, Goggles, Engine Ice, Atlas Neck Brace, No Toil. Um, yeah, did I say Shoei? I might have said Shoei. We're Shoei Helmets, um, ODI, Ride Dunlop, Sunstar, Breaking, uh, Mathis Moto Mart and Amzol Synthetics, Moto Seat W and Acherbies, and uh, just family and friends, just like everywhere. Absolutely, an impressive list, ever growing, and uh, and great to hear that you've got some great supporters. Bubba, I know yeah. you've got some great sponsors, and uh, including that uh, one of a kind gear that you're able to roll out. Um, any chance that you have a second jersey because of that? Because uh, I'd love to get my hands on it. 
<laughs> I don't actually have a second jersey from the St. Louis set, but uh, but we'll get you we'll get you set uh, a jersey uh, of another set uh, before long. Here, I'll get it get a sign and get it over to you. Perfect. I like what I, I like. I like to hear that, my friend. Maybe that'll be homework for you on the week <laughs> off. Um, but uh, yeah, give us some sponsors, man. I know you got a ton of great supporters that uh, make it all happen for you. And I do want to give a huge shout out to uh, uh, Noah. Noah, Noah Picard. Noah Picard, because uh, he turned me on to uh, to you as a racer and, and uh, put you on the radar for me uh, only uh, only a few months ago and giving me the, uh, the the inside line on Bubba Poly. So you got to keep your eye on this kid; he's going to make some stuff happen. So a uh, big shout out to Noah Picard. Yeah, Noah, Noah's a good dude, but. Uh... Yeah, you know, my sponsors are trying not to sound like a commercial here, but uh, no, we got Outlaw off, Motorsports. Man. Who helps you? Outlaw Motorsports, that's a new dealership helped me out this year. Uh, St. Louis Tattoo Company, Top Secret Design. So the guy's been with me for a couple of years now. Great local people. Um, Black Sock Mafia, Skills Racing, Motorcycle Closeouts, Rhino Power, um, JH2, Route 15 Cycles, uh, Arai Helmets, Novik Gloves, CD Boots, Recluse clutches, uh, Tamer whole shot device, uh, Yoshimura, Micah Metals, Motul MX, uh, digital stack tools, those slackers, those things are pretty cool. Uh, JM Racing, John Mitchell down there in Texas, he's a great suspension guy. Uh, Maxima Oils, DT1 Filters, Rural Lube, Privateer Racing League, Razor Image, Bolt Motorcycle Hardware, Dirt Trick Sprockets, uh, got Works Connection, you know, 100% Dub Technologies, Burrow Max, and uh, the Dirt Squirt guys, some local group of guys uh, trying to help me out this year. And, and uh, you know, there's a few other people that, uh, that you know, helped me out along the way. And, and I'd also like to thank everybody that's helped me out in the past. It's not uh, currently on my program, but, you know, anybody that's ever given me a shot, a chance, and uh, helped me out, you know, helped me be where I am today. You know, whether it was uh, friends, you know, or, or my old sponsors, you know, stuff like that. You know, I, I appreciate everybody along the way. You know, sometimes uh, relationships change, and uh, I still want to thank all those guys too. So um wouldn't be where I am without all the people helping me out, family, friends, everybody. So past, present, future, everything. So uh, thanks, guys. Absolutely, and a huge shout out to your dad uh, for for spinning the wrenches for you periodically throughout this season. Uh, great to see a father and son uh, team up and uh, and and approach the the. the uh, Series it is Supercross, amazing to see. Uh, clearly a super uh, supportive guy, and uh, uh, he's got your back. Yeah, no, I love having my dad's races. You know, uh, having my back and stuff. Uh, you know, he knows what I like and knows what I don't like, and it's awesome. You know, he can't make it to every race, but when he's there, you know, I can't uh, can't think of a better person I'd, I'd like to have behind my back. So, um, you know, it's awesome having him there, and, and uh, can't thank him enough from. Cool, man. Well, I really appreciate you guys giving me some time to uh, give us a, a, an exclusive look into the world of of, uh, of privateers and, and and the two of yours program. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on, on the show, Bubba. You can be found on social media at Bubba Polly B B U B B A P A U 
L-I, and uh, I need you to go on your Instagram and change your uh, the, the name on there from BP282 to Bubble Poly because you're actually really difficult to find unless you just write your name in there all <laughs> in the word. Uh, so change that for me. And then uh, Akaiden8981, uh, or 918, sorry, uh, is, is where to find Michael. Uh, great, great to have you guys on the show. Always a pleasure to talk, guys. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut off right there. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you.